I believe in Les Vad, in Les Vad, we set over a massive Yesoid from Rabdon Segel, which is a little bit of a side point, but a very fundamental point, and I just want to clarify it and bring out the Oymek a little better. So basically, Rabdon Segel was Medayik from the Loshan of the Mesila Sisharim, to open our eyes to something that's chidush to us. By most of us, we think that the battle with the Yitzhahara or the place that the Yitzhahara has an input in our lives is when we're dealing with something like a sin or something that's extremely immoral or something like that, right? But Rabdan Segel was medayik from the Loshan of Mesil Zesharim that any deviation from the complete truth and the complete dictatorship of Chochmah is already the manipulation and the involvement of the Yetzirah. Which I'm going to try to explain a little bit deeper momentarily. Okay? Now, then he went on to say in the Hagoya on the bottom that there is definitely an agenda in the world to try to remove the word Ra, immoral, evil, from the dictionary, try to create some form of justification for immorality, try to take away this concept of avoidem bechira. They may. There's definitely many activists and politicians with big agendas to say certain things are influenced, certain toyevos are influenced by the person's genes or is hardwired a certain way. Many, many different things going on in the world that we as Jewish people are affected by. And many things that are going on in the secular world which try to remove the concept of hearing the world evil or immoral and trying to mitigate Avaidah and trying to mitigate the responsibility of a human being for his actions and all those kind of things. And that comes from a big Ruach of Kfira especially people that are influenced from atheism and any form of, you know, not wanting to change from Yetzirah, there is uh, a lot out there, which we're not going to go into all that's out there, but there's a lot out there which tried to do this. So that's what I've done is fighting and saying, no, we have to be aware that Yetzirah, has a strong influence on in everything we do, everything we think, everything we feel, and we have to take responsibility to work on the Yetzirah. Okay, now, I just don't want you to take this up done in a very superficial way and say, okay, everything is either called Taiva, Gaiva, Kinna, and you just learn a little Musa and you're going to be fine and stuff like that. He doesn't mean to take away from the tremendous, <coughs> tremendous, tremendous intricate work with the Yetzirah. Yetzirah is very complex. And really the uh, explanation to what I've done is saying that even the slightest deviation from the motivation of doing things is the working of the Yetzirah. is something that's very important. Again, it's a huge subject. But if you have to look in Chayvus HaLavavis, in Shayichon HaMaisa Parakei, when he explains the workings of the Yetzirah, he says that the Yetzirah is menasech b'koichach nafshecha. 
that the Yitzhahara is very in, intertwined with your Koychus HaNefesh. He's from the Anche Yoratzecha. He's involved in your council. That means he has a tremendous influence in the depth of the human being. It's much more complex than just saying Taiva or Gaiva. Taiva has a lot going on over there, right? I'm going to give you like a small example just to show you how deep it is to work with the Yetzirah. But, again, we have to get clear. It's Ra, it's Yetzirah, and it goes into the Shetach of Avoidah, and you have to work it. It doesn't make it less complex. It doesn't make it primitive. Okay? This is a very deep point. So I'll give you a marshal to understand. I'm going to read you a small paragraph from Chaim Shmolevitz in Sichas Musar. Chaim Shmolevitz happens to be, Sichas Musar happens to be a sefer that's molevagodosh, it's full, it's packed with amkis, yesoidus beyond you can imagine. It's written in such a smooth, easy sounding way, so you can buy deep things and think that you hop them even though they're very deep. It's very smooth. But it's extremely deep and fundamental. Safer was a big Talmud for Rabbi Rucham. So obviously, there's going to be a lot of oimik there, okay? So he says like this. Dugma noikeves lehisdarderus shel odom. I'm going to show you a very strong example that a person could fall from a very high place to a very low place in spirituality, from some sudden uh, trauma. Okay? She goes into this whole thing. We know that there was two women, the daughter-in-laws of Naomi, Rus and Orpa. Rus ended up going with Naomi and becoming a Giyoret, ultimately being the beginner of the dynasty of Beis David, of the house of David, okay? But her sister Orpa ended up leaving Naomi and going back to her origins, to her roots, and not being Jewish. And let's see something of what happened there. So basically, both these women were very, very special women, both of them. And they both wanted very, very much to be Dovuk Ba'am Hashem. And Naomi was pushing them away. As if you go through uh, Megillah Ruth, you will see the whole story there. She did. She was pushing them away very strongly. And Lamaisa Ruth, Ruth held on till the end. And she became a Jew and she grew tremendously and she became a massive tzaddikist. And like I said before, she David HaMelech comes from her, right? Orpah, on the other hand, didn't withstand that test of being pushed away. Ultimately, she left, but she left. She was crying, and she really, really, like, felt close to her mother-in-law, wanted to be with her, right? Now, watch what happened. So what happened to Orpah? Rus, we know her, end of her story. The story of Rus is she became great. What happened to Orpah? Omru Chazal. Chazal tell us, Oisolayla, that night, Shepirsha Orpa Mechamoisa, Nisarvu Bogayas Shalmeya B'nei Odom. Rab Tanchuma Ma'afilu Kelevechot. Basically, that night, she had such a Yerida that she slept with a hundred men. And some say even a dog. 
Bekitzer, she became a tremendous, tremendously low in Arias. So at, at one night, she was so close to becoming a very, very holy woman and becoming Jewish and she wanted to be Dovak Ba'ashem and Da'am Hashem and she cried so much when she was sent away by her mother-in-law. And all of a sudden that night, she had such a tremendous read in Arias, the worst of the worst in the most excessive way possible. Right? She came from the heights of understanding the greatness of the Boire Oilam and his Torah. And she fell down one night out of Mikukela Shiba Umois Buyoim Echod. How could someone go from such a high place to such a low place? So he says like this. She realized her great mistake of she realized how weak she was. Her self-esteem was shaken. She lost herself. He's saying a very deep thing. That means, what he's saying is, that Arias could sometimes, the type of Arias, now here this you say it, could sometimes be conquered by the Yetzirah to use it as a way of soothing your pain. That's what he's saying. Because basically she had some traumatic experience which shook her entire sense of self, which put her in tremendous pain. But what does that have to do with Arias? So the point is that Arias has something in it, which I'm not going to go into today, because that would be like an entire speech on how Arias works and how the dimin of Arias works. But the point you see from here is that Arias could sometimes be used by the Yetzirah your natural taiva from Arias could be conquered by the Yetzirah to be used to soothe certain types of pain. And Mimela, when a person is in pain, they can act in a way that is terrible. I mean, sometimes people have certain addictions to Arias or certain issues with various types of Arias. You have to know that the point of that is that the Yetzirah is using the dimion of Arias to deal with a certain pain that you're in, or a certain problem that you have, or some emotional trauma that you've been through. So the point is, yes, it's still called Arias, and it's still called Yetzirah. But it's sophisticated because you need to know the root of the problem to deal with the issue. It's not necessarily the point is give the guy a safer that talks about the, the, the badness of Arias. You may need to teach him how to deal with this problem that he's going through. You follow what I'm saying? So don't think that Rabdan Segel is a very primitive person who doesn't understand the complexity of the Milchemes Hayetzer. Just because he's telling you that there are people out there that sound very liberal and very sophisticated and they have different schools of thought of psychology and whatnots, that they are trying to have an agenda to remove avoida, 
remove the word yetzer hara, ra, immoral, uh, you know, bechira, things that could, that, that make you have to work on yourself. And they try to justify many things and mitigate immorality. That's what he's coming la fuke. But Khalil of not to think that this Milchemes Hayetze, where he told that person in the story that you're just a Ganev, not that he understood, making it very simplified the problem. And he's not saying that problems aren't sophisticated and need to be worked on. There are two Ma'amorim, Mishnah Zerbaran, which is Kedai for somebody to learn properly. And you'll see that Rabaran has such an unbelievable grasp of what that means to work on Juyet Zahara. And the name of the pieces are Betachabuloi's Tasa Lachom El Now, in one of the pieces, the Rabbaran quotes from Rabbi Shol Salanter, where you have a person who is easily triggered for anger. Right? The smallest thing triggers off the greatest anger by the person. And he can't control himself. Right? So he has a problem, this guy. So yes, we call it a Yetzirah for Kass. It's true. But Rabbi Shosalanta says it won't help the person just to study every piece of Chazal, of Kol HaKoyas, Kol Minei Gehenim, Sholtenboy, that any person, you know, each different mimer. That's not going to do the trick. Bilti im yasim ayin binato lahtor be'imkei shorshe levovoy. He has to go into the depth and to the roots of his heart. Right? And he has to think deeply into this thing, why he's so impulsive and why he's so quick to react. And he has to train himself how to have, leave himself space between the trigger and the reaction that he could use his mind to think. You understand? That's a deep thing in Musr. So it's not just about reading Ma'amore Chazal that tell you about the the badness of Kas. You know, that's only part of the trick. Zavadi says that you have to learn all these Chazal so you understand it's an important thing and that you have a great Chisorin and it has to motivate you to work on yourself 100%. But at the end of the day, it's not a flat surface. A person has to understand very deeply that the challenges of the Yetzirah is very complex, because that's what the Chavis Allah was saying. He's not just using taivas. That's not what he's using, just taivas. He's being menasrech into the koiches ha-nefesh He uses your low self-esteem. He'll use any emotional uh, deficiency you have. He'll use moments in your life that you're vulnerable. He will... It's, it's, it's a melchoma. A melchoma is usually when one side attacks the other side, looks for allies. It means it needs all kinds of help, right? It will use the help of other kaychas that you have, right? He'll use things, he'll use your natural tithes, he'll hijack them, he'll get them to work for him. You understand? So they're both sophisticated. So you have to be able to, when a person is in trouble, he doesn't know how to deal with his Yetzirah, obviously he has to speak to someone who's a chocham godl, a person who understands chazal, person understands people, so he can get down to the root of the problem and understand himself and understand his behaviors. So it's, it's, it is a complex thing. It's 100% a complex thing. 
because the Yitzhahara is, is, is very complex. So if a person wants to truly understand the sugya of Yitzhahara, which is not today's discussion, obviously, we're in the middle of Tahira, but if a person wants to truly understand the sugya of Yitzhahara, he has to learn, first of all, Chayvah Salvova, Shayichra Maisa Parakei. That's like Aleph. That's a very important parak to understand how the Yitzhahara works. And he has to learn other works of Musa, I would suggest this few pieces here in Rabban Kotla, Maisa Yishuv Kudosa, under the main category. There's two, par- two pieces called Betachbula Tasa But this amazing thing that we just learned from a simple Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. This is something that probably great psychologists, we have to ask Shuk's grandpa, would tell you that he saw this, but Reb Chaim Shmulevitz says it, Mamish, from a Chazal. That's why we love Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. He has moves, Sha'en Kamoyu, Rabbi Ruchum, the Alter, Rabbi Srol. All these great people, they pull out these deepest things that you can think of. But they pull them out straight from Chazal. That you can have someone who's in an emotional pain. And to soothe emotional pain, the Yetzirah uses a dimyan that Arayis is the answer to your emotional pain problem. So your type is not arayas. Your problem is emotional pain. But the Yitzhara with Dimyan is, is hijacking your desire and using it that way. And that's obviously a long subject but I don't want to talk about it today. But most problems that people have with addictions, with you know what they watch and other behaviors and different things that <clears throat> unfortunately <clears throat> many young Jewish people are struggling with if you go deep into what's going on, you will see that it's much deeper than the actual taiva farais. It's a much deeper problem. You understand? The same thing with the internet and many different things and other behaviors like drinking alcohol and, and drugs and other things. You have to go deeper. So we're not calling it not Yetzirah. It's called Yetzirah too, but it's not a primitive Yetzirah. <clears throat> you understand? It's not primitive. So it's much deeper than that. But the point is that everything has a shayrish, everything has a root, and every person is different. You see? Here's a deep thing that the Chayvah that Salvavis is bringing out. Because being that, when you say the word taiva, it sounds very generic. Taiva. In a, in a superficial way, all men... Have Taivas Noshim, you know, that's a very generic thing. But the, but the Chavis Alvavis says that the way the Yetzar works is he manipulates your Kaychas HaNefesh. So if he manipulates your Kaychas HaNefesh, that varies from person to person. How the Dimyan, because you don't do Arayas unless you have Dimyan. So how the Dimyan is gonna play itself out in reality, that varies from person to person based on your Kaychas HaNefesh. And that's why it's extremely significant to learn Muslim and to understand yourself. Because it's going to vary from person to person. It's not going to be the same. And the same thing with COVID and the same thing with Kinnah and the same thing with every other thing in the book. It's a very complex thing. So even though in the Sifrei Musa sometimes they'll talk about things in general, but you have to be alumned in to understand how it manifests itself. By getting the Klolem. They give you the Klolem. 
Once you have the principles, through the principles you learn how to apply them to your personal life. Or you go get hadrachas or someone to help you with that. And try to get down to the core of the bottom of the root of the problem. And when you get to the root of the problem, that's where the fixing begins. And sometimes it is, uh, you know, a very, very strong influence from your, your childhood and how you grew up and your different experiences in life. But that doesn't make you putter now that you're an adult from finding the root of the problem and fixing it. You know, you could cry all day over it. But now the point is to get up, you know, obviously easier said than done. But the point is that now the point is to get down to the root and to deal with the problem. And it's true, many people do not want to uh, face reality that they have a chisar. We have to be able to face the reality that there's a chisar. Like Rabbi Sosalanta says, the first step to growth is understanding there's a chisar. You have to face that reality. And you have to be able to live with that reality that you have a chisarin, and it takes time to build the solution to the problem. You have to be able to live with that. That's a very important zakh that you have to be able to live with. But that's life. We're here to grow. We're here to develop. So Yetzirah is complex. It's not a simple thing. It's a complex thing. But we have to be very careful where we get guidance from. Because there's a lot of people in the secular world which will not want to talk in these terms. They will try to mitigate the avl of immorality. They will try to justify the shitas that there are no bechira. They may try to blame things on biological. There are many activists and politicians and people out there that will try to make things very that you're hardwired a certain way that you can't do anything about things. You understand? So this is a very complex. That means the same thing, Every everything that goes on in the world, every difficult challenge in the world, there's a Torah perspective on it. And then there's a secular perspective on it. And the secular perspective is pretty, pretty sophisticated. But you have to understand that in that secular perspective, which is not the Torah perspective, is wrong. You have to have a Torah perspective on how things are going, even though they are complex. And this is a new opening, eye-opening for us, where Abdon Segel says that even the slightest deviation of your thoughts from the MS and the Chochmah is the influence of the Yetzirah, but now we understand why. I, it's not really a big Avera, it's not an Avera, right? But we understand now because Yetzirah works within your Kleches HaNefesh. He works within your thinking process. He's part of your reality. After the Chet of Adam Arishan, Yetzirah became part of our reality. Once he became part of our reality, he is involved in our thinking. So the first steps is just getting you to think not MS and not Al-Derech HaChochmah. That's already Yetzirah. That only a Torah can reveal. In the world of psychology, they can't see that. This is something that only the Torah can reveal. And everything is avoided now. Okay? You understand it? So although it's a big subject, I opened up a massive subject. I just felt I had to clarify those words from Rabdan because there's a lot of depth there. 
and I understand that the work to work on the Yitzhahara and to get to know yourself and to understand your Kretas HaNefesh and to see what motivates you and how you operate and how much the Yitzhahara manipulates you is a very complex subject and we're not expected to overthink and all these kind of stuff. But we have to learn everyday Musa. We have to open our eyes. The person has to have a Rebbe. Some of them can discuss things with so that way he's going and working and finding the roots of his problems and able to grow. This is a very important thing, okay? We'll stop there for tonight.